Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates shepherd's pie. It's like puke in a pan. Plus, it's morally wrong to call it pie. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. Joe hates littering. The penalties range from $10 to $500. They should range from $500 to death. And Joe hates when people say Satan as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer Jake. Hello Joe. Hi Jake, how you doing? Hanging in there, ready to jump into this hate. Good, because I got some hate centered around bad television. Uh, there's plenty of that. There is, and I'm a big fan of television, as anybody who sees me and my physique can tell. And uh, I want to. Uh, a lot of this is centered around like uh, reality TV, but some of it's not reality TV. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to start with uh, thanking my buddy Bill from high school, who I'm actually playing wor- words with friends right now. But uh, I hate that I know who Honey Boo Boo is. <laughs> Yeah, I think we all hate yeah. that we know who Honey Boo Boo is. That's pro- I'm, hey, this isn't about what everybody hates. It's about what Joe hates. You're right. And just because everybody hates it doesn't mean that that, that Joe doesn't. I'm talking about myself in third person. <laughs> but well, anyway. Yes. Uh, I, you hate Honey Boo Boo. I hate Honey Boo Boo so much, in fact, that we even did our promo around making fun of Honey Boo Boo and Mama June. Yes, we did. And it was hilarious. So I, I think we put it into one of the show's way back if you go back and listen to all of our catalog you can hear it yeah if you go it's one of those episodes just start listening to them eventually you'll you'll hear it right and when you get to it don't stop go back and keep listening just keep going (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i I can't stand it i can't stand the uh the terrible exploitation of that young girl and uh what has gone on in her life that has just completely uh essentially ruined her i don't know how she's going to turn out but i'll bet it's not good I'm, I think this is going to be a theme. I think we should come back to all the reality ones at the end and wrap them up because yeah. they're all going to be very similar like that. Right. Yep. So the next thing I hate, and this is not really reality, uh, but I, I really hate the show Ancient Aliens. <laughs> that guy with the crazy hair. The guy with the crazy hair. Aliens. And he's, you know, he's a meme. You know, he's, I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, dude, it's not aliens. That's not. That's not what it is. It's not. It's not aliens. Aliens is the very last thing that you should put on the list. You remember when they found that star? Um, it's an astronomer's star, and I can't remember what the name of the star is. Oh, but yeah, it's, it's like a variable, but it, it varies very It varies oddly. Irregularly. And it varies o- irregularly because there's something passing in front of it. Yeah. And all the news articles were, were, were the headlines were, alien structures in front of a star? Yeah. And then the first paragraph was, no, probably not. Yeah. yeah. We just need you to click on this link. <laughs> that's that's why we said that. Yeah, I I like I like laughing at that sh- at the show Ancient Aliens because it's always something really ridiculous like uh who killed Julius Caesar? Was it aliens? No, it was Brutus and all all the other senators. <laughs> yeah, so I just it's always something ridiculous like that. Right. <laughs> it was it is it must have been aliens. <laughs> Or what's that? What was the name of that movie? Uh, oh man, the one where all the all the drunk guys go into the woods. You know, four drunk guys go into the woods, but only three come out, and it must have been the aliens, right? 
it's always got to be the aliens. And, yeah. And they, I mean, what's it going to be? Like, there's no suspense. Right. There's no suspense. What do you like? What do you think's going to happen? What are they going to say? It is. I don't know. Maybe it's aliens. Right. Yeah. It's that's true. Uh, I, I generally hate reality TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the next item on my list. But uh, one of the things I hate the most about reality TV is cooking competition shows. Okay. Now, let me let me explain to you. I truly enjoy cooking shows. Like Alton Brown has a show or had a show called Good Eats, which was probably one of my all-time favorite shows. I truly enjoy watching the show. It's in reruns. We're still recording it, and my daughter and I sit down and watch it. And I love it because he goes into so much scientific detail. But when I saw him go into uh, some cook, I can't remember. It may have been some Master Chef thing, where it's the competition where they have two guys in two kitchens or two, you know, two chefs in two kitchens, and then they give them some bizarre ingredient like live octopus, and you've got to make a delicious dish out of this in under thirty minutes. No. No, why do I have to do that? Why do I have to come in here completely unprepared? That's not what a chef does in real life. That doesn't define what makes a good chef. So do you hate that it's a competition or do you hate the show? I hate the show because it's a competition. I hate any of these cooking competition shows. You know, Hell's Kitchen. I can't stand the idea of that because you got four of them and you got Gordon Ramsay screaming at everybody. I tell you what, though, those, those generate some really nice memes, though. They they do. <laughs> Keep them around just <laughs> that's, for that. That's true. Uh, you know, Gordon Ramsay's in his element there. But, uh, you know, when Alton Brown did that, uh, I, I was completely set back by that. I lost a lot of respect I had for Alton Brown. That because he was doing a, a cooking competition show, I guess he's just you know working to pay the bills. But yeah, it's uh, probably still, in his contract. Yeah, it just I can't stand it. You know, because what a chef does, or what a cook does, or even a preparer, or whatever, they know what they're going to make, and they know what their strength and their expertise is, and they're going to go in and they're going to do the best they can, knowing everything they have. It's never going to be a curveball, because if the, if it's going to be a curveball, then the food they're going to make is probably going to suck, right? I mean, if I go into my job and somebody throws me a curveball, I can almost guarantee you whatever I produce is going to be garbage. (laughs) Until I I sit down on your feet a little better, Joe. Right? Yeah. Until I sit down, take the time to learn what it is I need to know, which you never have time to do in these shows, which is kind of my point. You know, I'll take the time to do in real world. I'll take the time to do what I need to do and learn what I need to learn. But somebody who's in one of these cooking competition shows doesn't have that opportunity. They just have have to perform right now and it i just think it's ridiculous and unrealistic and there you have it yep and finally i'm going to talk about this show that i thought was dead but unfortunately like nosferatu it keeps coming back <laughs> i detest american idol oh yes i detest this show it's terrible and I, i'll tell you why i detest it first off it is all, like like so many reality shows, it's just the cheapest piece of crap to produce, right? And it gets so much ratings. This is why there's so much more of this reality television on right now. It's because it costs nothing to make these things. And yeah. then the, the the reward, the the ROI on a reality show is through the roof, whereas the ROI on a show where you actually have good writing, it's not not nearly as high. So these executives who run these networks, they're not interested in putting forth good content anymore. They just want to make the biggest ROI, so they go with these reality shows. And American Idol is the first example of this. Because, like, the first two episodes of every season, what do they do? They're going, like, town to town and listen to all these 
people that can't sing. Exactly. They're taking these people who can't sing and they're humiliating them for money. These people don't get compensated a dime. They just go in, they think they can sing, and they can't, unfortunately. You know, I can't sing. I'm not saying that that I'm some great singer. I suck, too. But I haven't ever gone into these things, and these people go in there believing that they're great, and and someone like Simon Cowell just rips them a new one, and they, they get embarrassed, and they walk out ashamed. I don't and- know. I, I will say I do like the ones that are very um, – they're not very self-aware, right. and they, they'll sound like garbage, and then they'll, the judges are like – that was that wasn't very good. You should go home, and they get like really offended. Like, yeah, you get, don't know they, anything about music, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, I to, like be, that. to be honest, I, those funny. judges do not know anything about music. They um, know about product. They know about pop. Okay, which is not the same thing as knowing anything about music. Uh, yeah, but at least they know what if someone can sing. Right. You take. I mean, look at what does Simon Cowell do now? Aside from creating American Idol, he is. He created One Direction. Somebody was telling me about One Direction when they first came out, and I went, oh, that's that new Simon Cowell product. That's that's how I address them. Because they're not music, they're not art, they're product. That's what they are. And so so um, that applies to American Idol as well? Exactly. It is the musical equivalent of dogs playing poker. That's what it is. And it's it's a shame that it took Fox TV 15 years to cancel it, only only to have ABC curse you, ABC. Curse you <laughs> for picking that piece of garbage up. I really, really hate this show. It doesn't deserve to be out there. It is everything that's wrong with music. It is why we don't see good bands out there. Any, uh, you know, not, not that we did see really good bands. I mean, take, for example, one of my favorite bands, Carbon Leaf. You got five guys where you cannot find more talent in five people in the music industry anywhere else. These guys are remarkable. They're very good. But they don't look like a boy band because, you know, they're, they're my age, a little younger actually, but they, um, they sound phenomenal. And the lyrics they write, they do their own writing. It's all amazing. Their lyrics are very visual. It's beautiful music. It's awesome music. It's good to listen to. Check them out, Carbon Leaf. They're great. They're on Spotify. So before we get into Joe Rates Your Hate, I wanted to talk about the sporting weekend that we had. So the most amazing thing happened on Friday. My daughter's school, University of Maryland, Baltimore County, uh, beat University of Virginia in basketball. It is the first time in history that that a number 16 seed has beat a number one seed. Ever in the NCAA tournament. Ever. So congratulations to the Retrievers. Now, I will say over and over again, you'll hear me say I hate basketball. And I do. I truly hate the sport. But I watched this game and truly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'll be watching the next game, and hopefully I'll truly, thoroughly enjoy it. We have a little uh, investment in it. I do. I do. That's. I um, think that's why I like it. Well, and, and that's – I've not really been a fan of basketball either, but I would always go to games that either people I knew were playing in or uh, they were, you know, my school. Right. So, so it's – I mean, we're all watching UMBC uh, – We'll know, you guys will know by the time this comes out how it goes. Right. So I look at my daughter and I say, hey, do they sell UMBC dad t- uh, polo shirts at the bookstore? And her eyes narrow and she looks at me and she goes, I'm a senior. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm just asking. <laughs> so, I'm a horrible father. Well, <laughs> I anyway. mean, but now that's like... Now everybody knows who that is. and That's right. There's a lot more cred to it now. That's right, yeah. Uh, 
the other big uh, event that happened this weekend is yesterday on Saturday, because we're recording on Sunday, the Ireland rugby team uh, beat up on the English rugby team in England, London, England, on St. Patrick's Day to win a Grand Slam, which means they won all the matches they played in the Six Nations tournament. Uh, that's the first time that's happened in, I think, 10 years, and it was fantastic. It was a great tournament to watch. I truly enjoyed it. So congratulations to the Irish national team. Um, I look forward to next year's tournament, and I don't know when the Rugby World Cup is, but I'm going to do my best to try to watch that as well. That's pretty great. Yeah, Ireland winning on St. Patrick's Day to win the tournament. They had actually won the tournament the week before, but oh, okay. they got the but Grand it was like Slam. The, the yes, icing yeah. on the cake kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. And it's St. England Patrick's of, Day. of all teams. So Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was great game. Uh, England was a good team. All, all the teams were good, except maybe Italy. I don't really think they had a good team. But I was really impressed with the way all the other teams played this year. Very great match to watch, uh, or tournament to watch. All the matches were entertaining. All right, so let's move on to Joe Rates Your Hate. What do we got on on tap this week? We got plenty. Okay. Tom says, I don't really hate reality TV. I just hate the people that watch it. <laughs> I try not to hate people. Yeah, yeah. But... That's one of the things on this show that we avoid is we, we try to hate people. Try to avoid hating people. We try to avoid hating people. <laughs> right. We might hate the things they do. Yeah, yeah. But not the person. Right. So, Tom... Get your act together. Right. But I, I understand what Tom's saying. If these people didn't watch reality television, then then those morons at the networks wouldn't wouldn't put them on. Well, put it on. I, I have a problem with it. Why don't you hate the TV? Like, why why do you hate the people that watch reality TV? Because something about the te- that television show is indicative of who that person is, right? That's right. Yeah. So then why not just hate the TV show? You're just pushing the problem up a level. <laughs> I don't know. I can't uh, be with you, Tom. I can't hate people on nope. this. Sorry. Can't do it. All right. What's next? Kirsten says, uh, beyond the Kardashians, you mean? Uh, so she hates the Kardashians. So she hates the Kardashians, Which, yeah. I, I, see, that's the thing about the Kardashians that just blows my mind. Is there the epitome of any publicity is good publicity? Right. Like, these, this family is a train wreck. Yeah. Complete train wreck. And, and what and do they, I, what who do, they do? Actually, likes these people as people. They're all jerks. Everyone in that family is a jerk. And people still watch. They still care. They still follow their Instagrams. They still try to look like them. I mean, yeah, it's just it blows my mind. Right. If you stop looking, they'll go away. Yeah. Yeah. And America, Which is we should why stop I don't look. looking. Yeah, I don't look. I don't. I. I've. I'm proud to say I have never watched a single episode of the Kardashians. Anytime that I see it on TV and know that that's what it is, I either I either turn the channel or I look away. I deliberately, like if I'm in a store and there's a bunch of TVs and I see one of those Kardashians on TV, I turn around. I, I mean, I. I won't. I can't stand it's it. It's such. It's such manufactured drama. Too. Oh, it is. Oh, it's so absolutely. terrible. Absolutely. Like you just want to bang their heads together and say, "Shut up and sit down." <laughs> right. It's t- terrible. All right. The next one we have here is from Dave. Ah, Dave. Dave. Uh, Dave from the Cyberwire, actually. Dave I Bitter, think. Yeah. Yes, he uh, hates when they create tension in the edit that didn't actually occur in real life. So this is what you were just talking about. The manufactured. Drama. Yeah, uh, a little bit different, but this like the one I was talking about was more 
scripting. Oh, or right. Yeah, the reality shows their, that actually the, aren't reality at all. Yeah, the inter- or just the interaction between these two people is just toxic yes. or whatever. But uh, what Dave's talking about, though, looks like it's post-production ah. when they edit it. So he actually gives an example. So two contestants and the host are gathered together. Host, you both did an admirable job in today's challenge, but only one of you can be the winner. It's my job to let you know. Cut to close-up of contestant one. Hold on this shot while the music swells. Dun, dun, dun. The winner, cut to contestant two. Music swells some more. Dun, dun, dun. Is, cut to shot of both of them. Music still swelling. Dun, dun, dun. Cut to commercial. Are your clothes their whitest? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a tight ad. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> No, I hate this too. I uh, this this and who um that you remember that show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire mm. when Regis Feldman was doing it? Yeah, and they the guy there that show had about ten minutes of content and about an, the the other fifty minutes was all garbage and commercials. Yeah, and it was you know you you'd see the uh, you'd see the guy answer the question and Regis would go pause. Is that your pause? Final answer, pause, and you look at the guy, and they should. It's exactly what Dave's talking about here. Yeah. And it's, Dave, you're 100% correct. This is terrible. I, I'm a fan. I remember when um, they, uh, the one guy came on, and it was the last question. He had, he had all of his lifelines left. So this guy was just tearing through it, right? Yeah. And he goes, I'd like to uh, phone a friend, please. Right. And they're like, "Oh, you're actually going to use it. I thought you were going to save all of them. You seem like you're going to you're doing really well, and you know what the answer is." And he goes, "Yeah, uh, call my dad." Yeah. <laughs> and so he calls his dad, and they're like, "Why would you want to? Why do you? So why do you want to use Lifeline?" He goes, "Because I'm going to tell my dad I'm going to win a million dollars." Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the question was about um, the show Laughing. I think I, so. I remember that episode because the guy. I remember being angry that the guy won a million dollars because he worked for the IRS. <laughs> That's what I remember about that show. Well, it, it, that still was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but finally, Lisa from upstairs. Ah, Lisa from upstairs is back. Yes, she hates how much her husband. Wonder who that is. That's me. Likes finding Bigfoot <laughs> because Bigfoot's not real. No, Bigfoot's not real, but. This show is brilliant. I love watching this show. And she hates that I love watching this show. But I don't know why I like watching this show. I know I, why you like watching it, because it's full of just it's insanity. Like, it is. people walking out in the middle of a field, and they bring along an opera singer. Right. Because it's scientific fact that Bigfoot <laughs> likes opera. opera. I saw him last time I went to the opera. And just, and this person just starts Screaming this song into the night, thinking that Bigfoot's going to hear it. Right. So, no, I love this show because I go upstairs and I will sit down and I will watch this show. And it's one of the greatest things because it, it relaxes me to no end. My brain oh my just God. shuts down. And often I will fall asleep on the sh- while, while the show is on. And I'll have to watch the show like four or five times because every night. And it's really great because a lot of times I have a hard time falling asleep. And we just switched providers, so now I have all the Bigfoots, Finding Bigfoots on demand, right? So last <laughs> night, I was having a hard time sleeping, put Finding Bigfoot on, bam, out like a light. It's great. <laughs> so I said to my son, 
a couple of years ago, I said, uh, I'm going to watch Finding Bigfoot again tonight. And he goes, hey, Dad, I got a spoiler alert for you. They don't find him. <laughs> spoiler. That's that's what blows my mind is, right? what do you think's going to happen? Oh, this is the one where they find him. But they're going to wait. They're not going to publish it in newspapers. They're not <laughs> right? going to put it on the internet. They're going to wait for this reality TV show to come out six months after they recorded it. And then that's when they're going to show you. So anyway, <laughs> true, true to my form, I fall asleep while watching the show. And I'm upstairs. And my son is downstairs. He comes upstairs. He sees that I have fallen asleep watching the show, finding Bigfoot. And he very loudly goes, oh, my God, they found him. <laughs> and I wake up. <laughs> huh? Huh? And I look over at him and he's sitting there smiling at me. I go, shut up, Joey. <laughs> Which is what I say to him every time he says something really, really witty. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty good. It was awesome. Uh, a couple, one thing I want to tell everybody about is I'm going to be putting another post out on Facebook and on Twitter about what you want the next bunch of episodes to be about. So look for that and then tell me what you want the next couple of episodes to be about. Because right now I'm not out of ideas, but I'd like to know what you guys want to hear. There's about so next. many to pick from. Yeah, there is. There's a lot. Uh, so if you enjoy the podcast, it would really help us out if you share it. With your friends. Also, if you went over to Facebook or over to iTunes and gave us a nice five-star review, we'd really appreciate that. And as always, tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Things Joe Hates. Our email address is Things Joe Hates podcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, Things joehates.com Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates. <laughs>